Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 10% It's time for the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. Man, you wake up, it's it's getting cold. Turn the furnace on. If you haven't done it yet, and I'm sure most of you have, turn on the furnace. If it doesn't kick in the way you remember it, it did last winter, or you're hearing sounds and clanks that you haven't heard in the past, go to my boys at Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. They'll take good care of you. So, guys, every once in a while in your life, you meet people, you come across people that you had never met before, and you immediately click. You just immediately click and go like, man, like, have we been friends for a long time or what? Well, this happened to me with this uh, the Racine County Youth Sports Expo that I got involved with last weekend. So M.T. Boyle, um, and I talked to Jonathan Delagrave a couple of times regarding this expo, and then M.T. Boyle um, was kind of my contact when it came to it, and I immediately, just immediately became her friend. Like, I really just had fun. She's got a ton of passion, works really, really hard, and wanted this expo to do really well, and it was a really good event. And so I go down there, and I get off the air, and if you know me personally, you know I'm always 10 minutes early for things. Well, I put this, I put the Youth Sports Expo, or I put the, uh, the Mount Pleasant Y in my, my GPS, and on the way down, I got a call from my, uh, my brother John that my, my aunt had, had passed. And my favorite aunt, Aunt Luann, she lives up in Minnesota, and she passed away. And so I was dealing with that a little bit, and I'm just following the directions of the lady talking to me on my radio. And all of a sudden, I get to, and they, and she says, okay, it's on your right side. And I look, and there's nothing there. And I'm like, oh, no. And I was supposed to be there at 1 o'clock. It's like 12.55. And I think, oh, you got to be kidding. So I put in the Mount Pleasant one, and I'm about 15 minutes away. So I call MT, and, and she goes, where are you? And I said, I... I can't believe it, but I'm here. And she started laughing. She goes, don't worry about it. Just, you know, take your time, get here when you can. So I literally run in, and I'm beside myself. I'm just really upset because I don't like being late, especially for an event like this. Well, MT was like, hey, just don't worry about it. You're fine. Just relax. Take a breath. And so then I, I what I'm doing down there is I'm kind of like um, emceeing some things or, or we're doing a – uh, people up on the stage, and 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 I'm talking to them, or on, in some chairs, and we're doing just conversations with with basketball officials or um, sports officials at the youth and high school level, and then coaches. And so I do a couple of those, and I get a chance between that and then after to talk with a Brittany Bodnar. She's the recreation program supervisor for the Mount Pleasant Parks and Rec Division. And similar to M.T. Boyle, for different reasons, her and I clicked immediately. And she had to leave. And I'm like, no, no, I want to keep talking to you. No, come back here. Hey, come. she's got girls, like, it's really kind of cold out. She's got girls, like, putting stuff in their trunk. And she just wants to get in the car. And she's, 
she's pregnant with her fourth child, and I'm standing in the parking lot going, hold on, I've got one more thing for you, young lady. And she's like, i got to go. I'm freezing here. Brittany, how are you today? I am laughing so hard right now because you are so funny. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, you're right. We did. We, we immediately connected and it was a great conversation that we were able to have at the expo on Saturday. I'm, I'm sure you turned up the heat in your car like full <laughs> blast when, when you got in. Brittany, when is, when is your fourth child um, due? I'm due uh, towards the end of March. Man. Congratulations. I'm sure that you and your husband you. are extremely excited to be adding to, to this beautiful family. Yeah, everybody keeps telling us that we're going for a basketball team, so we're working on it. We're, we're getting there. Well, I'm going to get there with grandkids, <laughs> grandsons before you do, because my fifth is due in January. And... Uh, uh, it um, I'll have five of them. I can't. They can't all play on the same team because the age differences. But you know what? I'll give it my best shot. That is for sure. Hey, Brittany, that event last weekend, and it was the first time that we tried this. That you guys tried this. Um, I, I thought it was a really, really good event and, and some great information for people. Um, I'm hoping that the Racine County Youth Sports Expo, um, there's going to be a second year and I can be involved in it. Oh, absolutely. We, we had such a great event. We had so many wonderful organizations, businesses that came and contributed and had such great information for our youth. And it was such a blessing to have you, you there. You did a great job uh, interviewing our, our referees and our coaches, and it was just so informative, and I think such a great opportunity for parents to get wonderful resources and information for their kids for the future and just to get them involved in sports in our community, which is so awesome. So, it, yeah, it was great. It's our goal to have it be an annual thing, and so we're already, we already had a recap meeting. We're in the works for what we're going to offer, you know, this coming year and hoping to get a website started with a, a central hub for people to find even more resources that they need to be able to be involved in these sports in our area. Yeah, so. and if you want to learn more about what we did and what what this was, um, you can go to the Facebook page, Racine County Youth Sports, and you can click on for more information. There's there's some things there that will give you an idea. I can tell you this, Brittany, I've been asked from other guys in different areas that, that might not have the juice that, that um, you and M.T. Boyle and obviously Jonathan have to put this on, but they heard MT on my show. They heard me talking about being there or going there. And they asked me how this thing came to be and, and how difficult it would be to have this done in their area. And I just, you know, for, for me, I'm, I just said, look, I, I was just kind of the mouthpiece and I got a chance to be involved. I wasn't there on a day-to-day basis. And and I know that MT Boyle and, and Jonathan Delagrave did a ton of work to get this thing up. And I, I know that you got involved as well. There was a lot of work behind the scenes on this thing. Oh, absolutely. It was a, it's, you know, the saying, it takes a village. is so true. <laughs> it takes the city. It takes the whole county of Racine to do something like that. And so it was so cool to be able to work and collaborate with so many different people throughout Racine County that are super passionate about not just youth sports, but really impacting the youth in our community in a positive way um, and having giving them something more than even just what sports can offer. We know sports are so incredible um, and just a, a, another layer that can help so many kids in the community um, just take their lives, the trajectory of their lives to the next level 
um, it really changed the tra- trajectory of a lot of kids' lives. And so it was really an awesome uh, time to collaborate with people that some people I didn't even know. The first time meeting them was working together on this project. And it was such a great group of people from all different levels of, you know, sports throughout Racine County, whether it be Park and Rec or the high school level um, through RUSD or just, you know, the YMCA, all kinds of different people, different baseball organizations, all kinds of different people that way. And so it was so incredible to build those relationships with them and then to really work together to put on an event that collaborates and, and really touches on so many different aspects of sports and so many different sports. Uh, to be able to really benefit the youth in our community. And so it was really awesome. It takes a village, obviously, to put on an event like that. MT was incredible. She really spearheaded that entire event. I know it was Jonathan's kind of, it was his uh, baby, his brainchild, if you want to call it that. But MT really did a fantastic job of rallying us together and getting us to work together and collaborate and um, just get the event to where it was on the day of. And so... Yeah, it really took a huge group effort, but it was awesome to work with those people. And I anticipate even better for the future because we've already started these great relationships and hope to continue together. Hey, hey Brittany, when I talked about there are certain people that come into your life that all of a sudden you're like, man, I wish I would have met this person 15 years ago. You and I talked behind empty boils back, all in good (laughs) stuff. But boy, I'll tell you what, you want to talk about a woman that that it was so passionate about this event and and why it was so needed and wanting this to be the best event ever. And I was trying to pull the reins back on her a little bit because anytime you do a first-time event, people don't know what to expect. So some people will wait until they hear from somebody else that says, man, we had a blast over there before they actually come out, even though it was a free event. And I was trying to set expectations to say, hey, look, it doesn't matter the amount of people that come out. You're one. Just if you guys do this right, your two will be much bigger and your three will be, you know, far bigger than either of the two years. And she's she has so much passion. It's tough to tough to pull the reins back to, to let her know. Let's set expectations because she just wants to hit a home run with everything she's doing. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. That's a great way of describing her. She is a ball of energy. Uh, she's great to work with. She really takes pride in what she does, and so it's a pleasure to work with her because of that. She really worked hard and really wanted the event to be successful, and you could tell because she put in the hours. She put in the time and the effort, and um, it's contagious, really. I mean, it gets – it's exactly what you need to get your group going and she was a great fire starter for that and so um i think she was a great person for the job and the event was wonderful i mean i want to say we we were guesstimating that we probably had close to 400 people show which is fantastic especially for your first um first time and so we were very pleased with the turnout we were really pleased with the feedback we got and um really and truly the feedback we got was when's going to be the next one you know because we want more information. We thought it was so great. It was so beneficial to the people that were able to attend. And so, yeah, I think it was, was awesome, and it was such a pleasure to work with us. You know, um, we were Facebook-living the, the things that I was, uh, the kind of roundtable discussions that, that I was a part of. And I can tell you that Mike, the basketball, football, baseball official, 
I thought we went like 35, 40 minutes, and that's about as long as you could do one of those if you're going to Facebook Live it, and that might even be too long. And when we got done, he goes, I got a lot more to say. I go, well, you know what? You can say it to me, brother, but we're, we're done with this part of it. And he said, well, all right, but can we talk about this? I said, well, I have to go and do this over here, and but you know maybe later. But he was so into it and so, man, you want to talk about a guy similar to M.T. Boyle that was so into being an official and what that meant. And he was so proud. He was so proud of, of this path that he has been on with all different sports. And all he was trying to do that whole time was talk younger people into getting involved in being a basketball official or a football or an umpire. Just get involved. Get back into the game a little bit. And he said, Mike, we have to find people. We have to we have to make sure these young people have a good experience when they do this because if they're out on the court of the field and all they're doing is hearing parents yell at them the whole time, we're not going to be able to keep them. But if we don't, if we can make this a good experience and they're making some money on the side, it's a great part-time job for them. Oh, absolutely. I, I remember being in high school, and that was one of my summer jobs. I was an umpire. I was an umpire for the same recreation program that I'm running today, which is kind of funny. But, um, yeah, it was, it was such a – it could either be a wonderful experience or it could be a really horrible experience. And so that's something that I really – when we have coaches meetings every year, that's something that I bring up at coaches meetings that is so detrimental to youth sports and youth programs is to have coaches that are encouraging these referees or these umpires to be the best that they can be, but in a way that doesn't discourage them from wanting to come back the following year. I always tell my coaches, you know, when you look at these umpires in the face, I want you to replace their face with your child's face. Because a lot of the time, it's young people that are starting out as umpires or referees, and they're not going to be awesome <laughs> their first summer, their right. first couple of games. Um, and the only way that they're going to get to that point to be a great referee or an umpire is through experience. And a lot of that comes from their interactions with coaches and players. And so I said, you know, look at them the same that you would look at your own child and treat them with the same respect Um and compassion that you would for your own child because they're learning too, just like you are, just like your players are. And in order to help them be the best that they can be, they need, they need you. They need you as a coach to keep your cool. I mean, that doesn't mean that you can't have conflict. Conflict is good. It's a good thing. It helps them, you know, kind of grow in their confidence as a a umpire, and a referee. And so I, I think that that's, just really good. I think that that's kind of the perspective that we expect from our coaches too. Is look, we want these kids to come back. We want them. We want to have them for ten summers if we can. You know, I, I imagine most of the umpires that I hire are fifteen or sixteen years old. Man, if I could have them for ten years, all through high school and college, what amazing umpires would they be? at the end of their potential career hey, as an umpire in our league. Hey, Brittany, we're going to get to a break. Um, before we go, I, I can tell you that I go to church with uh, at Brookside Baptist Church with a guy who is an official in a couple of different sports. And I said, how do you, and, and this is a very calm, very, very comfortable in his faith kind of guy. I said, how do you handle you know uh, coaches that are going crazy at you? He said, Mike, for the first three years, and I, and I ref... Um, in a lot of the same leagues, 
the first three years, I would walk up to the coach, introduce myself, and hand them a track from church. And say, hey, I just thought I'd give this to you. He said, you can't imagine the difference in how these guys treated me than they did others. And I was handing out, you know, tracks about coming to Brookside Baptist Church. And he said, it just, he said, I thought it was a way for me to do a couple of things that I think are really important. One, be a good official. Um, two, you know, have people hold me accountable, right? Because we are peculiar. And three, to be able to spread the word a little bit. And I thought that was a wonderful idea he had. Oh, absolutely. I, I totally agree. And I think it's such a great character-building opportunity. And I love that, you know, my faith is super important to me. And we've, we've talked about that. That's another <laughs> reason why we've connected so well, I think. But I, I pray that for all my staff, no matter what position they're in, whether they're an umpire or whether they're a playground leader or whatever, that they would be a blessing to everyone that they encounter um, because we want it to be a memorable experience for these kids, and we want them to see the examples that they have before them, whether it be their coach or the umpire or whoever, um, and emulate that then, too, for the future. And so, yeah, they have such a huge, they can have such a huge impact, and they essentially can control the game um, and the tone of the game as well. And so, yeah, I think that's super important. She is Brittany Bodner. Are you the Recreation Program Supervisor? Is that your title? Correct. Yeah. She is. How long have you been that, by the way? So I've, yeah, I've been in that role. This will be my going on my seventh year wow. being in that role. But I, I worked in the park and rec department since I was about 15 or 16 years old. My uncle actually ran the program for about almost 30 years before me, and I was like his right-hand girl. I umpired for him. I was a playground leader. I lined and prepped all the softball diamonds. So, um, yeah, I've been a part of Mount Pleasant Recreation for a very long time and so it's super close near and dear to my heart because I've really invested a lot of my life in it and even just the people it's so funny I was telling someone the other day um, some of my kids that I had when I was their playground leader are now playground leaders that I've hired (laughs) so that's so crazy I mean they were four and five years old when I started working uh, there and now they're juniors and seniors in high school and they're working for me as playground leaders and umpires so it's it's really cool to see that come full circle that is awesome we're going to get to a break other side of the break we're going to start to talk a little bit more um, about the Mount Pleasant Parks and Rec Division and some of the things that they offer and and one of the things that Brittany and I talked about is the importance of youth athletics of youth activities for kids and and what it meant to her in her life, but we'll get to that on the other side of the break. This is the Youth Sports Show. We are brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling on 1250 AM, The Fan. Uh, welcome back to the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen. Heating and Cooling, 1250 AM, The Fan. Perfect song for this uh, segment. If uh, if you've not seen the movie Vision Quest, it's about a high school wrestler. It's got a lot of stupid stuff in it, but there's uh, there's some wrestling scenes in there that you know that this actor was a pretty good wrestler in his day. We were talking with Brittany Bodner. She is the, I'll tell you what, she's more than this. She is a wife, a mom. 
strong in her faith, but she's the Recreation Program Supervisor for the Village of Mount Pleasant Parks and Rec Division. And I'm waiting for that phone call, by the way, from your father-in-law. I hope that comes soon. (laughs) I hope so, too. I just talked to him the other day, and he was super excited to talk to you. So, yeah, looking forward to hopefully having him reach out. He's got a great testimony. He really loves the Lord, and he really loves sports and has a great story of how the Lord um, has used that through his life, and um, now he uses that to minister to other people. So he's he's a fantastic guy. And a big-time athlete back in the day. Oh, yes. Won state championships as a pitcher at St. Cats and went on to play college ball and, and was just awesome. So, and, and then coached his boys all through eSports um, in the Racine area as well. And so, he's yeah, he's pretty well known around here. What is his name? John Bodner. So, John, if you happen to be listening, I'm waiting <laughs> on that call because you are going to – I'm telling you, I, if you call me, understand that I will convince you to be a, a guest on Faith in the Zone. That's what I'm looking for, and we'll spend uh, we'll spend some time talking about how I would take you deep if you were in your prime back at St. Catharines, because I was a mesmer boy. We took all you boys from St. Catharines deep. That's what I remember. I, it's truly not the it's not the truth. You shouldn't lie on faith in the zone. But that's John. I hope that you call me and we get a chance to do that. Hey, Brittany, let's start if we can. Um, what what programs? Do you guys offer um, to to the kids in your area, um, and, and when you talk about the village of, of Mount Pleasant Parks and Rec Division, what kind of things do you offer the youth down in your area? Yeah, so we offer youth recreational slow pitch softball. Um, we start out ages four to five with t-ball, and then beyond that, we have a coach pitch, coach pitch league, excuse me, that's from ages 6 to 8, and then ages 9 to 18 is then a slow pitch for kid pitch. And so we offer, for again, ages 4 to 18 for slow pitch softball. And then we also have some recreational kickball leagues and sand volleyball leagues that we offer throughout the summer. And then we do playground programs um, at, at the varying parks in the Mount Pleasant area. Hey, Brittany, do you know, and, and again, I am an old fossil right almost a grandfather of five and i can tell you the amount of time that i sent i spent on bartlett avenue playground as a kid and all the things that that playground and the and the young people i didn't know they were young at the time but they were 17 16 17 18 years old all the things that they taught me as a kid and my and i can tell you if any of my buddies brian clives or anybody listening we would, I, I would, you know, get up. My mom would go to work, and she would have a, a, a to-do list, you know, clean the back stairs, uh, cut the grass, and take the garbage out. I would get that done as quickly as possible because the playground opened at nine, and I wanted to be there at ten to nine so that I could make sure I got the 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 the, the basketball that we wanted. I got you know the the uh, the softball or the wiffle ball equipment because we had a wiffle ball tournament going on. But that was the idea. It was two blocks from my house, and I would get there at 10 to 9, and I'd stay till about 11.30, go home, grab lunch, and then get back around 1, and then stay till 4. And that was three or four days a week, Brittany. And those kids that were, were, were supplying you know, the ideas of, okay, we're going to have this kind of tournament, or they would get in contact with a playground that was you know, seven blocks from us and say, hey, 
do you guys want to you guys want to come over and play uh you know a, a softball tournament or a kickball or a basketball and they'd set up these little like we'd know that Maryland Avenue playground was coming on Tuesday and we got to get ready and so when you talk about that stuff it's amazing the stuff that I remember about being on the playground Oh, absolutely. I have some of the same memories because I was involved in these programs since I was a kid. I mean, I, I played youth softball through Mount Pleasant Park and Recreation, so I remember all those things. My siblings, my younger siblings, all went to playgrounds, and I was one of the playground leaders. And so, yeah, the the things that you learn and experience through these programs will be with you as memories for the rest of your life. And the things that we try to and how we try to impact the kids in their neighborhoods. We want them to, you know, see sportsmanship. We want them to take responsibility for their neighborhood. We want them to have integrity. We want them to have good role models and those playground leaders. So when I hire playground leaders, I'm looking for playground leaders that aren't just great with kids, but, you know, that really love working with people in the community that want to invest in these kids' lives. I always tell them, look, the kids that you're having at these playgrounds, I said, they're going to remember you for the rest of their lives. And they do. I remember in particular one, one boy um, I'd seen a couple of years ago, and I walked up to him, and I'm like, I know that kid. I know his face, right? And I walked up, and I said, hey, I don't know if you remember me. And he said, Brittany. Mind you, I probably haven't seen this kid in 10 years. Right. Um, and he said, you were my playground leader. And I'm like, yeah, I was. And he said, oh, those are some of the best memories I had of my summers was being at playgrounds with all those leaders. And so I would tell my, I tell my staff every year, I said, you won't believe me when I tell you this until years from now and that's going to happen to you. I said, but you are a role model for these kids. I said, the way you treat them, the way you live, they're going to remember it. And I said, so will their parents. I said, these are some of their most valuable possessions that they're dropping off at a public park. Do you know? (laughs) Complete strangers. (laughs) Brittany, do you know what's funny is I remember near the end of, I don't even know what age I was or year it was of me going to Bartlett Avenue Playground. But each year the the, the leaders would, would change. And it was one of the years that the last couple of weeks I would get there on Monday and the girl would say, okay. Mike, what what do we want to do this week? What kind of tournament will we run in this week? And we would do, you know, the where you put the 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 uh, little sticks out like bowling, right? We would yeah. do that or a chess tournament or a free throw shooting tournament or and she would like involve me in the decision process on how that was going to be set up. And look, I didn't know. I just thought, wow, you know, uh, she's letting me do this. But what she was teaching me is a couple of different things. One, you know, taking control of something, trying to set something up, and then getting other kids to get involved in it. And it, it just was, uh, it was really, really um, special time for me and, and some of the people that I, you know, hung out with. And my parents knew where I was. They didn't have to drive all over. the. They, if they needed me, they drove the two blocks to Bartlett Avenue Playground and said, hey, we got to go. Come we got to go do something they knew exactly where i was going to be oh 100 percent! and such a great way then to get kids out especially nowadays get kids out of the house so many kids are cooped up on a tablet or watching tv or on a smartphone or whatever but this gets kids out of the house it gets them moving it gets fresh air in their lungs it gets them enjoying being outside in nature um, and then making relationships that otherwise they may not have and so 
like you said, you 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 can remember some of those good friends that you have yes. formed through playgrounds, and that's exactly what that is. It's teaching these kids that relationships are so are not something you can cultivate through a screen. There's something that you need to cultivate in person and invest in, and to get out and to be active and to appreciate your neighborhood, to appreciate your community, and hopefully this then instills in them a desire to want to give back when they're able to, when they're of a certain age. And I see that now. I see that with playground leaders and umpires that, again, I had, and I was, you know, their playground leader or their umpire years ago, and now they're coming back and they're, they're looking for a job because they had such a great experience as a kid in these programs that they want to give back and they want to be a part of these programs. And it's impacting not only the kids that are now in these programs today, but it's impacting these staff people, their, their lives, too, because they're getting to pay it forward and use what they've learned over the courses of their summer One, to give back to the kids now. 100%. Mount Pleasant, uh, gov is the website. One word, mtpleasantwi.gov. And I am on the uh, softball t-ball uh, parent handbook. And page one is the philosophy and umpire staff. Um, and then the third the third part of this is behavior and what we expect, what they expect from coaches, players, and spectators. And then the next one, parent responsibility. Remain in the spectator area at all times. Refrain from coaching your child during athletic contests or giving the coach suggestions. Be, be positive in supporting your child and the team at all times. Demonstrate praise and interest regardless of the score or team record. And number five, Control your emotions. Do not make derogatory comments to officials, coaches, or other parents. And look, this is so important to the people down at the village of Mount Pleasant and to Brittany that it literally is, this is a 13, 12-page document. This is page one. This is page one that they talk about the parent responsibility, and I look. I applaud them for that. They're not. They're not burying this on page nine. This is page one. Look, this is what we expect. We're not asking. We expect this from you, and I think that that's exactly what needs to be done in a lot of different areas. And I certainly, again, I applaud Village of Mount Prospect. the The whole part of what this is with the t-ball and softball is having your kids enjoy it so that they can keep playing. We'll get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to talk to Brittany Bonner. She is the Recreation and Program Supervisor for the Village of Mount Pleasant. Parks and Rec Division. Did I say Mount Prospect? That's in Illinois. She doesn't live in... Man, she's a cheesehead. Village of Mount Pleasant, Parks and Rec Division. This is the U Sports Show. Brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. Hey, um, speaking of Donovan and Jorgensen, I was there this week, and, and every time you turn on the news, one of the stories is how high your, your heating bills are going to be this winter. And I asked Scott Fisher, in fact, we, we recorded a commercial that starts next week, 
about ways that you can try to eliminate some of that additional cost. And one of them is going to Donovan Insurance and Heating and Cooling and having them come out and take a look and do a maintenance on your furnace. And that will uh, that will save you some of that money. We're talking with Brittany Bodner. She is the Recreation Program Supervisor for Village of Mount Pleasant Parks and Rec Division. You know, Brittany, you're so kind. You didn't, like, yell at me when I said Mount Prospect. Yeah, I chuckled. You you did. Well, I'm glad I caught it because Mitch, the producer, is looking at me like, man, what are you doing? Um, So I appreciate your kindness. Hey, the other person I really appreciate today is your husband because I said, look, can I get you for an hour? And what is his first name? TJ. TJ. And what are are your kids' names? Uh, James, Rose, Ruth, and Titus is on the way. Man, that's awesome. I'm hope uh, hopefully they're listening. You are we had a conversation. You are so proud of these kids and your husband does great work in the in your community, I'll tell you that. She does. He does. He's so sweet. He works really hard. He works for the city of Racine and he he really cares about the community as well. His faith is super important and so that really motivates him to to treat others well and to to love people well. And so he, yeah, he does great. I'm super proud of him. He's so sweet. He just, he actually just texted me on a break and said, you're doing really well. Isn't that, (laughs) you know what? Hey, TJ, thank you. Cause uh, you're a better man than I, cause I, if, if Saturday is my day off, I'm not sure that I want my wife gone from Mikey, from the kids. I want her part of this. And you know what, how old are your kids? Uh, actually, my son's birthday is on Sunday, so he'll be six. And then um, I have a four-year-old and an almost two-year-old. And then another one on the way. Another one on Man, the way. Man, good another for you blessing. guys. <laughs> another blessing. Lord's been good to you guys, I got to tell you. He really has. Yeah, he's been super faithful, and he's really blessed us a lot. Man, that's awesome. What church do you guys go to? So we attend uh, First Evangelical Free Church and Racine off of Ohio Street. And my father-in-law, whom we already mentioned, is the pastor of our church. He's been the pastor for almost 30 years. Pastor John. Pastor John. That's awesome. Good for you guys. Hey, how many kids are involved in the t-ball and softball um, part of what you guys do from, <clears throat> excuse me, and I know you start in t-ball. What, what, first of all, what age do you guys start with? Yeah, we start with uh, four- and five-year-olds are normally in t-ball, and then we go all the way up to age 18 with recreational pitch softball and so i'd say we have between four and five hundred kids normally that participate each summer we do summer leagues we start uh those program registrations actually start pretty early in february but we get going with practices um and gameplay uh end of may beginning of june and we end um in like mid-august wow that's a lot of kids yeah it is it is again you know the Lord has been really good to me because you think with COVID and all the things that have happened over the last couple summers uh, wouldn't be the case, but we've had even more kids than ever signing up. And I think it, it primarily is because, one, we offer really great programs that are super affordable. We have super high standards for our staff, um, and we really do a great job maintaining our, our fields and our parks so they're really clean and they we, we really have rainouts because my staff is on it, and they just do such a great job. And so um, I attribute a lot of that to, to them and good training, but I also am super thankful that, you know, people come back and they really support us and they really invest back into the community. Hey, is it still, um, can, uh, still time for kids to register or have parents register? So our registration doesn't start until February. So, yeah, there's, there's time. We normally send out reminders and have um, – 
PR going on on Facebook and all of those things. But the, uh, mid February is when we start registration. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at that flyer right now, and and. and I'm trying to figure if this is correct. You softball, if you're a resident, it's it's fifty dollars. It's fifty dollars, yeah. Fifty dollars for the year for the season. For the season, yeah. So one of the one of the ways that we keep our costs really low, and this is something that I really give credit to my uncle for the twenty almost thirty years that he ran these programs. His goal was to make these programs not only high-quality programs, but super affordable. So that kids that may not be able to participate in a sport or be a part of a team or pay hundreds of dollars to be in some sort of sport um, can participate. It's, it's really for anybody to be able to do. And so he went out and he said, I'm going to reach out to local businesses and get sponsorships and donations. And so every year we do that, and we do that through banners, and we do that through having you know uh, businesses have their logos on our on our t-shirts and, and different things like that. And that's really, we work really hard on that. And we bring in about 15, anywhere from 15000 to about $20,000 every year to kind of keep our costs really affordable, again, so that we can really serve our community and, and have kids that maybe wouldn't be able to participate be able to participate. Yeah, Look, and usually if if you're a resident, it's low. And if you're a non-resident, it, it doubles or more than that. But like you softball residents, it's fifty dollars for the year in non residents, it goes all the way up to sixty? Like Yeah. I can that's a that's one drive through for me. Like you right. right? Good for you guys to do that and, and you know what, I thank your uncle for doing that as well because these kids yeah, this is totally reasonable price wise and I'm looking at some of the other things from, you know, T ball Monday to sand volleyball to kickball Saturday. Uh, sand volleyball residents are $35. Like, wow, this is, you know what? You guys are doing it the, the correct way, Brittany. I have to tell you. So there, there isn't anybody that's going to say, look, I can't get my son or my daughter involved because the cost is too high. That That's not going to happen. Yeah, and, and that's absolutely our goal. Our goal is that, again, kids that wouldn't normally be able to participate in something like this, have the opportunity because we really truly believe that every kid should be given the opportunity and you would be surprised. I mean, some people can't afford maybe the $50 for the summer. And so we've, we've had so many people that are so generous and so just compassionate and kind hearted that they will give money and say, please put this towards, you know, someone's registration fee for the year. So there's, there's never anybody that we turn away. Um, we, we try to help them in every way that we possibly can, because that's really my, my heart, you know, is I really, we love people, we care about people, then we want to invest in them and we want to make it possible for these kids that, again, have a great memory, a great experience. We know that sports brings out an opportunity to learn sportsmanship and to be part of a team, and those are things that are invaluable that can impact a kid for the rest of their life. No doubt. So T-ball, um, ages four and five, and then you softball, you know, six to eight, six to 18 on the girls' side. It looks like six to 11 on the boys' side, where do you guys play? Do you have enough? Uh, you, do you have enough diamonds down by you? Yeah. So we uh, we have two different locations currently. We normally host our t-ball leagues out at Franksville Park, and then we have our softball leagues at what's called Stuart McBride Park off of Highway 11 um, in Mount Pleasant. And so, yeah, we we have several diamonds at each place, and 
Um, normally, we, we sometimes partner with the city of Racine um, because they haven't had as many kids uh, that are interested in youth softball. So they, they partner with us, and sometimes they'll let us use a diamond um, in the city of Racine. And so we've really developed a great partnership with them, too. Sometimes for the older kids, we may need a bigger diamond that they offer. And so we've, we've gotten a great partnership with them. And uh, we still are able to then offer quality programs even for them. Even, even that's why we have that non-resident fee because we tend to attract a lot of kids that aren't from Mount Pleasant as well that come to our programs, again, because our diamonds are in such good shape and we really take a lot of pride in the quality and the high standards of our programs. If you uh, want more information, and again, um, not till uh, February, are you able to uh, to sign up? It, it starts on February 22nd. But if you have questions, if you want any information on this, whether you want to, to volunteer, to coach, to umpire, um, go to their website, and there's a nice, easy click to be able to email Brittany. Uh, go to uh, mtpleasantwi.gov, so mountpleasantwisconsin.gov. And you go to the rec department, uh, community development, parks and recreation, and uh, the recreation program supervisor, uh, Brittany Bonner, is right. Uh, there's an easy way to, to send her an email, a phone number, and some of the things that they are looking for and expecting. And if you want your your children to be involved or you want to get involved, go to that T-ball and softball handbook. Look through that. Um, look at the summer playground programs in the summer playground parent handbook and then decide if this is something that, that you want to get involved with. And if, if their mission is similar to what yours is as a parent or as somebody who wants to get involved, then, then email Brittany and she'll call you straight back. I promise you she will do that. We're going to get to a break. We will uh, continue our conversation with Brittany on the other side. This is the U Sports Show brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. Only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Put me in, Coach. It's exactly what we're talking about today. Brittany, that's so important for kids to get involved, and I like to having this song play when we're, you and I are talking because that's the important part, right? Just put me in, coach. Let me let me take a shot at this. Oh, absolutely. I'm, that's one of the reasons why I love recreational sports too. Is obviously, I love competitive sports. My my family all played competitively and come from a very sports oriented family. But I think recreational sports it offers something different. Uh, because it allows for kids that maybe wouldn't normally try out for a sport or be on a team to have that experience and to give them some tools that they'll use for the future that they may not have experienced. They might not be the kid that's going to be the star player on their high school team, but this gives them the opportunity to build relationships and to learn a skill set and to have a fun experience for their summer, and I think that's just fantastic to be able to offer that for a wider spectrum yeah. of kids. And, you know, they, they kids, they, you live on the postage stamp of the world that you're in, right? And these kids that are playing in the rec league, they, they want to be good and they want to win every bit as much as anybody else in, in some select program, you know, across town. The, these This is important to these kids, and I think, and I love that part of it. I, I, I really do. And speaking of family, you know, uh, if I get Pastor John on Faith in the Zone and I reach out to TJ about, you know, being the next high school athlete, be careful. I might be at Christmas dinner 
Brad, you got let's let's not give me too much information on your family. All of a sudden, you'll see me like you know at Christmas dinner. You'll be like, "What are you doing here? I'm part of the family." That's how that works, you know. Consider it done. Consider it done. We've, I think I've already invited you for yeah. my house. So. Yeah, I, I, I better make sure that uh, Titus doesn't mind me being there. That's the key. Exactly, exactly. I don't think he'll mind. <laughs> he, I, I hope not, and I'll bring some kind of gift for sure. Um, <laughs> what is, uh, last question before we get out of here, the, the difference this year compared to last year and, and, and even the year before, I guess, um, you're excited about the numbers on, on come mid-February when you guys can start registering uh, to get involved with the T-ball and softball. Are, are you encouraged that the numbers are going to continue to grow? I am. You know, we were blown away this summer with the number of people that came out and supported Park and Rec and wanted to register for Park and Rec. I mean, we still offered programs um, the year that we had COVID because all of our programs are outside. We were able to social distance and do all the things that were necessary in order for the kids to do that. And so that was great. And obviously those numbers were down with COVID, understandably. But this year we brought in $10,000 over what we normally bring in wow. in the normal year um, for registration. And so that was just, I mean, it just reminded us why we do what we do and that we need to continue to offer these things for our kids because it's making such a huge difference. And kids are so looking to come and be a part of something. And parents are so looking for a great outlet that's going to be a positive influence on their kids um, at an affordable cost. And I, I just so appreciate I mean, we have all of our coaches are volunteers. They're giving of their time for free and investing in these kids' lives, and they just do a fantastic job. And so I, I just couldn't be more blessed by the people that are part of our program, part of our village, because it really does take a village to do what we're doing. Go to uh, mtpleasantwi.gov, so mountpleasantwisconsin.gov. More information, or if you want to reach out to Brittany, um, her email address is right on that page. Hey, Brittany, I can't thank you enough. I I wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas, Happy Thanksgiving, safe, and and, uh, just enjoy this, uh, this family of yours. Thanks so much, Mike. It's honestly been such a treat for me to to meet you and to talk with you and then to even come on the show and just share um, about our programs and, and all that's going on in our community. We're just so excited and this has just been such a blessing for us to be able to share with what's going on and we hope that it encourages other people to get involved in their local park and rec because it really has a huge impact on your community and it's something that can really uh, encourage your youth to take responsibility in their community and um, to own to Thank- own it. That's called a mic drop. Brittany, thank you so much. She is Brit, uh, Brittany Bonner. She is the Recreation Program Supervisor, Village of Mount Pleasant Parks and Rec Division. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Mike. You too. You bet. This is the U Sports Show brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling on 1250 AM, The Fan.